This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. James Walland on email from Vietnam. And it was very nearly the question of the week uh, on the main body. James, we've made you the the the, uh, the new ball for the question part of the show. G'day, gents. There seems to be an increasing number of quotes slash opinions from the sounding board popping up each week across the media, which are being dissected, sometimes completely out of context. Are you both going to be more cautious with your words this season in an effort to avoid the weekly blowtorch, or will you go the other way to drive more content? Damo, you, th- you spend more time thinking about this stuff than I do. I don't think spend any time thinking about it. It's just, it never ceases to amaze me how, uh, how people can take deliberately out of context what's said. Um, is it seven or eight references out of the 10 or 11 shows we've done this year, Hutchie, that have been picked up somewhere? I don't know. I don't keep, I don't really look at it, Damo. You, you tend to Well, you create most of it, you, 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 and your verity score has gone through the roof. Um, I don't think James... It's a fair question, boy, James. Uh, James, I, I will be serious here for I, a moment. I, I am ultra-conscious of what I say, um, knowing that people want you to say the wrong thing, and, and even if you accidentally have a word out of place, that they will deliberately say that you've got an agenda of being running. So, yeah, I am I am conscious of it, James. I'm not going to say, um, you know, that I, I, I think too deeply before I open my mouth because my views are formed and I'd like to express my opinion the way I like it to be. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm conscious of trying to get the words out on, on every single occasion the right way. Yeah. James, ultimately things just come and go. Don't stress about what's said and not said. I, I take it as a compliment that hopefully we're um, talking about relevant topics. We'll, we'll continue on that theme just for a moment, Hutchie. Uh, Josh... Prentice on email from Stockholm. Uh, Damo hosted the podcast recently with Caro, spent the opener criticising Hutchie. There was a ratings-related tiff on last week's podcast. There was two. We didn't get to that. On Tuesday's Rush Hour with JB and Billy, Damo made mention of, quote, Hutchie Station and claimed that they'd overplayed the umpire abuse situation. Can Damien confirm or deny if he has conducted very score-style research into whether creating conflict with Hutchie boosts my ratings for the various content platforms on which I'm involved? Alternatively, is his new combative persona aimed at securing a role as a conservative commentator post-election? My questions are, from Josh, of course, intended tongue-in-cheek, and I just wanted to stir the pot in true sounding board form. Keep up the great work and all the best from sunny Stockholm, where spring has finally arrived. I thought he was serious there for a moment, Hutch. I think, I think Josh's got a case of Stockholm syndrome, don't we? <laughs> Yeah, not bad from you. <laughs> that man. Did you really say Josh, that, Josh quote has... unquote, my station had overplayed the umpire abuse situation? Did you? Yeah, I did. I did actually. Yeah, I did. There's a comment off. There was a comment off that went around, and I didn't listen to every single minute of it, but I reckon when I, I was in so the. So you're car now really, reduced to commenting on what we said on your show. <laughs> no, I just said there's a comment yeah, well. off, and, and there was. Oh, Hachi, I can That's only take so, I can only take so much of it, mate. I can only take so much of someone saying this is good or bad on the same topic. But if I was well, running your see, station, I'd, I'd be listening. doing the same thing. I do listen good to, to it. See, good to see you listening. I don't. I don't. Didn't listen to it much that day, Hutchie. I, I listened to Kane when he's on. Kane. Kane's. You well, should get he Kane must on have, regularly. He must have been listening a lot if you thought it had been overplayed because you can't can't overplay something if you're not actually consuming it. So thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. I, Ricky I, I'd suggest Allen via email. Hours might have been too much, but but this got us into trouble last week, Hutchie. We, we had a tiff last week on air, as Josh alluded to. We did have a tiff on air last week. Um, Jay on Twitter, what is Scott Gallum's obsession with Hutchie? He seems to appear weekly in his column, so wasn't sure if it was purely a Verity score thing or an R- or an RSNV-SEN thing. I think it's the latter, Jay. I've had a reference to this in the main body of the sounding board. I think there is an RSNV-SEN 
uh, component to it, Jay, but I'll defer you back to the main body. I, I disagree. I think we get covered pretty fairly. Oh, of course you do, Archie. Uh, Gavin Pilkington on Twitter does the entering of private equity into the AFL risk its government funding as a taxpayer I'm happy to support non-for-profit clubs that bring utility to the community however I do not want to support profit margins for private companies interesting take I I feel there will be a form of private ownership and and how that form um, looks and and what form it takes I don't claim to know but it won't be the Jeff Edelston Christopher Scase type of ownership but I'm, I'm a I'm a believer now that there will be something in coming years in this space. Yeah, G- I, Gavin's views are interesting, though, aren't they? I think there'll be a form of private equity, and I don't suspect it will affect their government relations okay. too greatly. Okay. Yeah, and there's even, um, and again, something I hadn't thought of until recently, um, someone raised the fact, there's a is there a fringe benefits tax, which is different if you've got private ownership as well? I mean, I, you, you know that space better than I would. Uh, Andrew Dowling on Twitter, during this election campaign in particular, I've noticed that when a journo asks a question, the politician's response is frequently interrupted by a question from another journo, which is often unrelated. Has journalistic etiquette always been this bad? And are there any rules? You're the press Has journalistic etiquette always been this bad? Yes. (laughs) Are there any rules? No. No. Okay. Yeah. It happens. um, Should there be? Absolutely. Yeah. Andrew, I, I, I went to um, Gillan McLaughlin's uh, one the other day. Um, again, you're always trying to get your question in, but yeah, there is a there is a an element. If you don't jump in early, you're not going to get your your voice heard as well. And you've got to listen to the answer though, because that's where uh, that's where you, the stuff comes. There yeah. you go. K Rock. This is from Brendan Davy. Are a longtime sponsor of the Geelong Cats, yet their head coach refuses to go on any product, whether it be pre-match, post-match, or midweek. This has been running five years now. After the commentators became critical of the coach's game style and match management, as a sponsor, how have they let this go on for so long? And the Cats not stepping in, saying you have to go on to to one of our key sponsors. I wasn't aware of this. Brendan Davy has obviously got some inside information there. Does it matter? Yeah, so a couple of things. I'm not sure they are a sponsor. I know they call a game, but are they actually a sponsor? I'm not sure either way. They might be. First up. Second up, I'm not familiar with that situation. If we were to accept all those things to be true for a moment, then I would think Geelong are absolutely in their right to say to Chris, hey, come on, mate, go on and do the right thing by our media relationship in town. But I'm not familiar with the background. I know they, they, the Cats tend to have a weird relationship with the Geelong advertiser and K-Rock, don't they, historically? Probably a little bit like your days at the Courier Mail where you single-handedly torched the Brisbane Lions as the full-time Brisbane Lions correspondent. You probably created the precedent for this. <laughs> well, again, you, you speak to people in, in Perth and, and at various stages there in, yep. uh, in, in states of war with the, their two clubs. And, the West and Oz, then, yeah. Yeah, and, and obviously the same goes in, in South Australia. Yeah, look, it's it's hard if you if you're the one vehicle in in the town in which the club's in. Um, I wasn't aware of the background to, to what Brendan's uh, referred to there. Uh, Sergio on Twitter, where's Mick Warner? I see that he's no longer on Twitter. All, all I all I think I know on that Sergio is he's moved to a national role, I believe, Hutchie, um, working I think with other journo's um, on on big picture stuff. But I don't know what that means. I haven't seen any of his uh, his new offerings. Have you? No, I wasn't across it, but. That's that's good news for him, if, if so. Uh, Chris on Twitter, the NFT market is wobbling with the value of Jack Dorsey's first tweet plummeting in a recent online auction. The AFL and others would be better served getting the basics right before chasing the latest fad. Your thoughts? I see. I don't get the NFT market. I never got. I think it sounds like it sounds like a high risk, high reward industry, Chris. So I'm sure that there'll be some winners and some losers early that are disproportionate before the market settles. All I'd say is they need to they need to get involved and go, and they'll go regardless, right? So. Okay. 
Daniel, I'll make this last one, Hutchie, on Twitter. With Hutchie being on the ground in the USA last week, can he give an insight into the ongoing WWE versus AEW battle and what the future holds? Has the Cody Rhodes signing done anything in this respect to turn the tide? Well, put it this way, Raw, WWE Raw, barely needed a face. In fact, WWE barely needs a face or a good guy. And I think Cody's a good choice and worth the investment. It'll certainly help them. And I think Tony Khan is outstanding at what he does at AEW and... You know, some might say he's a little sensitive on Twitter, but that's probably part of his charm too. Okay. So I'm, I'm like everyone, fascinated to see where it goes, and I'd, I'd be interested to see where the AEW go. I'm interested what our listeners think of whether AEW needs a media platform in Australia. Hey, that was question time for the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.